Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. What did we change it to recently? I'll take you away. This is clearly a front for something, right? We are looking for the best guides to enter the Underdark. Oh, uh, yes, sir, it is. You're damn right it is. The customer's always right. Damn straight, Flanks, you're learning quick. Margaret, you're looking over this scene as you are all tripping the most balls. You can see better now, the lights. <laughs> I can taste <laughs> the lights. And they're they're prickly. Uh, Arvid. Yeah. This reminds me of that one time that you and I, you know. Back in Barcelona. No, you've been to Barcelona. We have a package for that, too. Knowles begin to pour out of the tunnel now. Yinogu! 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 Lead the way. The mysteries of the universe will have to wait from now. We need to go. Come bring it with you. Just, just bring it with you. Japes and Perseus are not part of this group, though. They got torn away from the from the the mass of you. If we're going to get them, we've got to go fast. And remind me next time we see him to put a boot up Uzumaki's ass. <laughs> Who's Uzumaki? Oh, don't worry, dear. Uh, well, well, Margaret, we should. Do we help? Help? Help the kobold. I could. Uh, go on. I could. I could. You, you could watch. As this explosion happens behind them, shooting this main mass of all of these knolls off into the side, giving you just the briefest moment to bolt through them. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Carla Maxted. She, her. I will be playing Lex. They, them. And Amy Moore. Yeah. She, her. And I will be playing Flanks. He, him. And Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. He, him. I will be playing uh, Perseus, who's a he, him. Also joining us today, the lovely and talented Rev DeShane. Hey, he, him. Uh, and I'm playing Margaret Broadcloak. She, her. And Kyle Class is here. Yo, yo, he, him. <laughs> and I will be playing Flanks. No, I'm not playing Flanks. No, I'm Flanks. <laughs> Who are you playing? I don't even know anymore. Flanks. Oh, Japes, Japes Protspin. I am uh, Just to give him a last name this time around. <laughs> Protspin. Protspin. Hey, okay. Yeah, well, oh. I got to write down all of this information. Did you write down Flank's last name? What was Flank's last name? Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the big fucking boss was for. And I may be, I'm 
Pretty sure I'm also going to be playing Varnox this episode. Shut your face. He's dead. Yeah, he is. Never mind. That, that Japes is the new bad guy. We just haven't gotten there yet That's in the right. story arc. Yeah. We've got a couple more time jumps to go through for that one. That's right. A well, younger Japes. We'll, uh, we'll see Don't what happens. with Japes Protspin. <laughs> you can listen to the downtime that we did for the last episode, which, a spoiler alert, uh, because we didn't accomplish anything... <laughs> Of great importance in the last episode. Excuse me? There wasn't a lot to talk about, but we still had fun diving into what happened between last episode and where we're going to pick up in this episode. There's uh, So go check it out. Uh, Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, uh, where when you're a patron, you will also have an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Lawrence Welsh Jr., Oh, Get it, Lawrence. Thanks, what Lawrence. a fancy Thanks, Lawrence. I was just going to say, Lawrence. is that our fanciest listener? Maybe. Maybe. Are you royalty? When you're a Patreon member of Dungeons and Dragons, you're absolutely royalty. <laughs> you're treated Boom. like royalty. That's right. See, this is why we keep inviting Kyle back, obviously. <laughs> you know what? what I was going to say, you're like the very talented and also other great things Rev. And Kyle's here. <laughs> I noticed it. It was very distinct. It was, it's because Kyle, you're here no, so often. I understand. Look, and look, I read. Hopefully, the, we make you feel good every day. I read the script as Thomas, the lovely and talented Rev DeShane, and Kyle Classitz here. No, that's it just sounds exactly the way I heard it the first time. Uh, and that schlub Kyle's here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we didn't invite him, he just showed up. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Please join us over there. Uh, Kyle's there too. It's yeah. great. <laughs> See if you can find me. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. Let's play. We join the group being led by Japes and Flanks as Japes has gone into a uh, a tour guide mode. I was going to say a bout of dementia. <laughs> as they have evaded the pack of gnolls that was chasing them deeper into the Underdark. You see, and that stalactite over there, you can tell by the guano on it that uh, bats like to stay there when they sleep. And so how is that different than the other, all those other stalactites that also had the bat guano? Is that... Yes, this tour is very guano-based, I'm noticing. Yes. Well, you, you got to know where, get, where to get the good guano so that, you know, if you need to hide down here, you can look like a piece of shit and not get noticed. Should I be writing this down? Oh, mood. It's in your handbook. <laughs> You'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my business card. <laughs> I see some branding, some like hand cream. Go on, hand cream. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Gives you nice, supple skin. Look, I don't have many wrinkles. Why do you think I don't? Do you sell that T-shirt back at the store? Uh, I no, but if you make it before me, I'll kill you takes his branding very seriously. That's right. Oh, should it be like one that says like, I don't look like shit, it's just the guano? Yeah, that's good. Okay. You're gonna go far in this business, I'm telling you, Flanks. Thanks, sir. Or perhaps it's a product placement. Guano. Blend in by looking like shit. Yeah. Guano, you didn't. 
The further you go into the underdark, the more ridiculous <laughs> the conversation gets. <laughs> Don't advertise that, Carla. <laughs> you are writing checks that we cannot cash. The jokes might get a little deeper, but not much better. Ha, ha, ha. Quick, Russ, interrupt us. The further you go into the underdark, the it's going to sound silly, but it's the gonna get dark. darker <laughs> it gets. That makes You've sense. entered an area where the, the bioluminescent materials uh, seem to have been eroded or re- like removed due to heavy traffic. You look up ahead and this cavern that you're in funnels to a point and leads down a long hallway. Even those who are so inclined to see better than others in the dark have trouble seeing down to the end of this hallway. All right. Right this way. Oh, hold on. Flanks goes through his pack and uh, pulls out a torch. Ah! Yeah, it's good. Now that that bio light, it's gone, you know. I kind of just get a feel for it. My, my my feet feel it out. I got to take the shoes off a little while ago. and Oh, you're barefoot. Oh, yeah. You get a real oh. feel for the Underdark with these toes. Flank lights the torch. <laughs> I said take your shoes off, kid. Oh, sorry. Good. Don't forget, you're getting paid to be here. You follow the code. But he's a kobold, so I think he just like had like bread bags over his feet <laughs> because I'm taking a look at what his feet, <laughs> feet look like and... Probably. I don't understand the shoe mechanics. They're that go along with that. Uh, yeah. The special order. <laughs> special order. Yeah. The the benefits didn't quite cover the mm. whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I never do. Japes and flanks with torch and no shoes in hand lead the way down this tunnel, leaving the four of you back just a just a hair uh, in order to have any conversation you might want to have. Well, we're still alive, so that's something. Yes. And at least it feels like we are going deeper. So we're going the right direction. We got away from those knolls, so I mean maybe all the other tour guides would have been even stranger and had bushier eyebrows and never wore shoes. You follow behind japes and flanks. And this tunnel narrows uh, so much so that you're going single file. You hear the scurrying of what could be rodents down at your feet, like bugs, spiders moving along the ceiling. Like there's this, it's deathly silent except for all of these over accentuated. Um, noises coming from whatever wildlife is is existing in this space. You hear japes mumbling up ahead. Yes. Ooh, that one's furry. And the echo that's reverberating down this this tunnel dampens as he enters into this wide open chamber that is completely dark. As Flanks follows in behind him, the light from his torch disappears before you. Four of you stop to evaluate before proceeding forward. I 
take my mace out and see if the light from it penetrates this darkness. It begins to illuminate and then it, it shines on the walls and you can see uh, like bugs scurrying back into holes and everything disappearing. But then it's like there's this wall of blackness before you and it, if it was reflective, you feel like it would reflect the same as the walls around you back to you, but it's like it eats the light. Do you hear them? I, I can't see them anymore. I don't, I don't particularly love this. Should we form a chain? I don't... Does that sound silly? But if we join hands, we would be together. We would be, yes, we would be at least not separated, much like planks and japes. God rest their souls wherever they are beyond this dark void. Oh. Planks? Japes? Are they... Arvid, are they... I don't, I don't hear them. Oh. Oh. Uh, and I will put the mace away and, and take out the daggers uh, that I that I got when we were shopping. We talked about this right before we started recording, trying to figure out yep. what it was. They glow as they get closer together in case we lost each other in the dark. So we would could use them like wayfinders to find each other. Yes. Ah, okay, yes. that's what it was. Yep, thank you. It was... Yes. If we're together. Yes. <laughs> it I blame the editor. Yeah. We're it makes together. sense again. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, all four. Useful. I mean, Arvid pulls his out. Yeah, yeah, Lex as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Margaret will hold both her hands out. Um, let's give it a shot. The four of you proceed forward. Margaret in the lead, everybody else following behind, daggers glowing. And as you step to and then through this darkness, everything kind of just shunts around you. Sound is gone. Any visuals that you have are gone. You can still feel the hand of the person behind you who is... Sweaty. sweaty. I feel like... Lex is probably at the back. Le- okay, Lex is at the back. So we'll say... <laughs> I'll take middle. Uh, maybe Perseus, yep. then Arvid. Okay. Okay. Who is Perseus? Who could be sweaty? Lex wouldn't have been sweaty. So that that would have been a clarification. That we Just a more of sort of generally clammy at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody else, as you step forward and through, you see like there's... It's like... It's almost like walking through... Or putting your hand through murky water, like it, you lose all visual of it. Margaret, make an. It's going to be. A, it's spooky in it's, here. It's real scary. Make a spooky um, check. I mean, but <laughs> make a perception check at disadvantage. I have uh, advantage normally. <laughs> okay, so, so I just oh, roll a so single just time. Normal. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Natural thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> what? D&D Beyond yeah. for all your good rolling needs. Yeah. Uh, so 27. As you step into this, you, uh, in your years of monster hunting, take a moment and just kind of hold Perseus back as you try and get any sense of what you're feeling and seeing. And... and Although you can't see anything, you you feel minor 
vibrations coming from the air around you. Like it's these clicking noises that are distant at this point uh, where you are. If you proceed forward, the clicking, even as you take a couple steps, like the clicking becomes erratic. And as you stop moving, it slows. Does this sound like anything that I have encountered before? As you take a few steps, just trying to to gauge without going too far as to potentially run into something, you get a, a feeling that it is. it sounds like some sort of undead creature or creatures, and a lot of them, who are more stationary just kind of like muscle twitches and bone cracks oh boy um like we can't go back one because i guess we don't exactly even know where back is i mean we'll say that i mean yes it would be skewed so you might not be able to make it back right away but you walked in a straight line right mm-hmm. so perception in the dark perception though, in the dark thing. would be skewed mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah you're right everyone would have to turn a complete 180 and be pointing yep. the exact same way we can kind of feel that we're in a big space but visually and even kind of what we hear it's yeah you can't see this you you and you, you specifically are hearing this just I'm I'm giving you that because of your super monster hunting yeah. and, and and experience that your character has. Like knowing that it seems like we're supposed to go through here to try and get to wherever we're going next. Uh, I I don't think I can do anything except try to use that clicking sound as a like okay I'm gonna go a little this way now and try to navigate between okay. the clicking. It's like a reverse echolocation. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beaver Mount, Ontario, is pretty much the same. Folks are polite. There's a hockey game that evening. And someone gets brutally murdered. Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to season one now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah, bello! Russ, I'm assuming that this total darkness that we are in counts as total cover. Because if not, I have divine sense. And I can detect undead within sixty feet. Oh, you're you're but you're you're detecting all over the place. Your Geiger counters. <laughs> that's what's making the clicking noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Salty. But yeah, so okay, so yeah, Margaret, you sense all around you, uh, which you can equate to uh, closest equation is is some sort of undead more surrounding you the further you go in mm-hmm. lex as you step into this darkness like yeah your your sense of undead is just through the roof right 
Do you want to do anything or attempt to do anything with that? You, as we described it in terms of walking order, you are holding Arvid's hand. I don't know, because I think right now, like, being as silent as possible is the best option, rather than yelling, Guys, it's undead! Huck! (laughs) (laughs) Run! (laughs) Scatter! (laughs) They can't get us all! (laughs) Okay. You all proceed forward with Margaret leading. Margaret, roll me a... Joint. Joint. Um, I'll let you pick here. Either insight going off of where you're sensing all of... Where like the sounds are coming from and trying to locate those as you're getting closer or farther from them. Or uh, perception. Yeah, um, perception, if it's listening very closely to get a gauge of how close those clicks are and then finding the direction where it's a little quieter because basically trying to (laughs) walk around. Okay. This is like that Mario Party one where you try not to step on all the banana peels, but the banana peels are undead. Exactly. Yep, that's the one. Mm -hmm. That. 22. Margaret begins to move forward and is listening to these sounds. And like we can, uh, you know, from the camera's point of view, like we're, 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 we're spinning around and swirling around uh, all four of you. And f- Margaret, you're sensing as you get closer and using your uh, hand on Perseus to kind of signal as you're turning. Perseus, roll an insight. Uh, that is a 17. You definitely sense that Margaret senses something based on the the pulses in her in her squeeze and is guiding you through, and you're able to to okay, to pass, pass that, that down the line as well. You're weaving in and out of these noises that are getting louder and quieter, like almost to the point where you feel like uh m- like something brush up against just the edge of like a sleeve that you have. Until you get, I mean, you've been walking for what I presume is very slowly for several minutes. And then you hear this, this pulse. In this darkness around you, you hear like a crackling and almost like this sucking noise as it pulls in towards you from the outside looking in it pulls in towards you until the room is clear and you are in the middle of this almost military line of this room of complete of undead of mangled monsters of pieced together beings who are all standing at all what could be described as at attention facing one direction towards the, the this this raised dais this raised platform at the end of this cavern you're in the middle of this there's this clicking of all of these joints as like the the muscles are spasming and and hands are shooting out in different directions but they're not moving is there anyone on that raised platform not immediately roll a wisdom saving throw 
17. 20. Dirty. 13. Arvid rolled uh, an 11. Margaret and Arvid are going to take, which isn't on your character sheet, uh, 12 sanity damage. Uh, Russ, looking around at these things now that we're able to kind of see them better, like, do they resemble uh, what Lex is like? Yes, there are definitely elements, like, yeah. They are pieced together beings of many other beings. Most of them, majority of them humanoid. In fact, everybody make a a perception check. Um, Margaret and Arvid at disadvantage. Four. Ten. Fifteen. Everybody sees that they are uh, very similar in that they are pieced together from many different beings and, and humanoids and, and perhaps even other creatures. But Lex, you specifically notice that the, the facial construction of them is all very similar. Not, not to yourself, uh, just to be clear about that, um, but all very similar to one another. And even looking at them, like the build is almost to a design point very similar to one another. The 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 parts maybe have t- been taken from many different uh, creatures or beings, but the size of them is all like almost cookie cutter. Do they seem to be creatures of the Underdark? piece together or like not necessarily the gang's all here okay the gang's all here yeah yeah there's a lot of uh, more humanoid and and, and Mm -hmm. even human probably majority is human or humanoid and how many are there you are in a cavern that is let's place it at 200 to 250 feet across on all sides and they are all in lines standing at attention and are they nude no great question carl that's that a great question follow up <laughs> no they all appear to be in damaged or not great condition but they all appear to be in armor and have weapons uh, okay. swords axes maces varying degrees it looks like we've we've found someone's army yes isn't that what we were afraid was being built and We've also lost our guides. Looking back at like the door that we came in, yeah. Does it exist? Is there like a film over it? No, it does exist. Like there's a like there's no real light coming from it, but there is you can see where you came in. You would place yourself probably pretty close to the middle of the room maybe a little bit back from middle so closer to the tunnel but still 150 to 175 feet out and the only other way out of this room is the is the dais yeah there's a raised platform which you can't quite see all the way back but yeah that's the only egress that you can tell are are, are the tunnel you came in or what's up there well I suppose the only way is Forward. Yes. Right? Arvid, Perseus, Margaret, I don't... We know what's back there. It's many, many gnolls who truly dislike us. Yeah, they were not fans. No. So, it seems we have 
a moment here and I'd like to get away from this army um, before they decide to wake up. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Lex, like always. Is there stairs up to the platform, or am I going to awkwardly try and jump up on it like I did in the stage in high school when I was, like, getting up on the thing, and then you, like, kind of can get up, but you forget you're short, and then you're just kind of, like, roll onto it? (laughs) Anybody anybody else? Yo, every day. That's right. I imagined it, like, a Mayan dais, which then, is that not... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That, sounds <laughs> not, yeah. that sounds cool. Not I like high that one. Yeah, so like, the, like the steps up there. I mean, yeah. six of one, half dozen of the other, really. <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. Then, like, I like that and then, one. And then, like, like, I, I like, also, a, like a catwalk a, out to a door. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that yeah. one. That's, not a door. Every that's time, what I had written down. Every no. time we say door in D&D, I am like, it is a drywall door. That thing is framed in. There's a golden knob. You have to push and turn it to lock it. There's this one door jam just in the middle there. So my brain does. Okay. That's uh, very weird. The four of you looking around, evaluating your circumstance, uh, begin to go forward towards the, the dais. And as you begin to move forwards and you get another 50 feet, there's this crackle of energy above you. And you look up and you see two swirling portals and out of them drop, tied to chains, are japes and flanks are we gagged I'm gagged nice <laughs> japes is gagged by him by himself he's done it himself <laughs> one of his socks is off it's in he's his mouth people are just into his own mouth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we did the whole like I can fit my fist into my mouth and he's like no you cannot I can here's where we're at uh, for you two you walked into the darkness and you were like vacuum sucked <laughs> Pneumatic tubes. Yeah, pneumatic tubes. Okay. So you two are dangling from these portals midway above by chains. There's this swirling purple-black energy above you. As that happens, like it reverberates through the room and the clicks from all of the undead around you begin to increase in frequency and they are almost pulsing with the energy and the sound that's flowing through the building. Uh, to the building, fuck. Like, this it's is a warehouse. Yeah, we've been <laughs> over the cavern. <laughs> and as you stop and look at that, you hear just like this slow clap begin from the far side where you were walking forward to. Guys, this almost never happens. And if this could maybe not reflect on your review of the company, that would be great. Shh, 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 shh. Please, please be shush. <laughs> Yeah, what he said. Slow clapping begins and it gets louder and louder as you are stopped, I presume. Unless unless you don't want to stop, you tell me what you want to do. Well, I mean, if that uh, clicking and popping of all the weird Frankenstein monsters are getting worse, like I would think we'd be moving quicker, if anything. Are they going to start pop and locking? Yeah. As long as they try. Oh, wouldn't it be cool? Just turns they into were just thriller. electric slides. Just a dance troupe, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just. I mean, that you're actually part of a flash a mob, and you, and you don't want to be there, but yeah. you're there it's, now. It's worse than an undead army. <laughs> it's a flash mob. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. I think, yeah, just the sounds increasing would like increase the speed of 
even though we're walking towards some asshole that's slow clapping. Ah! Uh, uh, guys, we're gonna need to. I, we gotta get out of here. We gotta move quicker. Um, let's. I know. I know. There's. But let's just go for it. We need to move. I don't want to be stuck right in the middle here if they reanimate. Four of you begin to run as quickly and as as nimbly as you can, trying not to bump any of the undead that are just pre- sporadically like shooting out an arm in front of you and you're ducking below them. And you get up near the front and as this clapping gets louder, like you're losing perspective as this person is walking forward or this individual is walking forward. As this person, as this individual steps into view, this long white blonde hair is like, it's being blown by fans. And they have this dark purple ebony skin as they are clapping and smiling down towards you when they say, Lex. My goodness, it's been so long. And my vision that I saw, like, I recognize this person. Okay. The instant you see them, they are the one who came in being carried by undead, floating into the room to murder Nick Real. That's how we're starting. That's a great start. <laughs> That's how we to the start middle. the middle. We're in it. That's it. Here Just it is. As exasperated. We're here. Oh. Welcome to the middle, everybody. <sighs> um, we'll break from the action for you. It was a whole. It was a whole wild session that we just recorded, which wasn't the session that you're listening to, but this one is also a wild session. Um, but look forward to that because who boy, epic wow. coming your way. Epic. What also is epic is we are doing a live show for our patrons. When you join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, we hit 90 patrons. So for that goal, we're going to do a, a live streamed improv show uh, where we take suggestions and build the build the session and, and world that we're in and play the characters through whatever you want us to hear. So if you want to be at that, that's not a thing no, that I should... No, whatever you, you want to hear. Hey, if you want to be at that, no, no. make it happen. <laughs> whatever whatever you, you want us to hear is what I yeah, said. No, yeah, no, whatever you mm. want to hear or whatever you want us to say, yeah. you know, because oh. you give us the yeah, suggestions. You get to make suggestions. Uh, during the yeah. improv, so, yeah. That makes more sense. We but join you. us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast on or before March 30th to get your invite to that live show. Uh, so if you are a patron, you can check your email that you subscribe to Patreon in. Uh, you should have a calendar invite that's that's waiting there for you to click yes. Attending. Yeah, click that yes. Smash the button. There's no no or maybe. <laughs> click the yes. Maybe oh, is wishy-washy. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely not a maybe. Yeah. Like, you're not going to hurt <laughs> our feelings maybe? if you say know. no. But I mean, like... Say yes. Yeah, say yes. It's going to be great. The last ones we did were great. I mean, I think I can safely say we have literally no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. But that's, I mean, most of the times when we play, that's, that's like every record on, so. session, too, though. 100%. Yeah. But this time people will be witnessing it live. They might think it's like we put it on. They'll oh, see yeah. us process ah. everything in real time and be like, oh, no, this is what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> this is like How much Russ- editing does Russ do? A lot, folks. A lot. A lot. Yeah. There, there really was only three bullet points for those episodes. It's wild. <laughs> and one was Sexy Goblin. So. Always yeah. is. You never know when that Sexy Goblin's going <laughs> to pop back up, baby. Yep. So join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Live shows, baby. Get back to the show.
Lex, it's... it's Primsbottom. Oh, I know. I've been hoping to meet you. We've met before, but it's so good to see you again. Uh, the memory. The memory issue. Yes, I've been hoping yeah, to meet you when I knew... Reset. Yeah, that was... Who, who and what you are. Ah, Thelonious Primsbane, pleasure to meet you. I'm here to bring death and destruction. For the sole purpose of just, I'm bored down here in the Underdark, really. I kind of piggybacked off of some other things happening, but you don't know about those yet. So, murder of Nicoreal, murder probably of all these creatures, oh, that's yeah. not enough? No, that's... yeah, Nicoreal. Nicoreal was uh, a victim of circumstance. See, Vict brought Nicoreal in on the ground floor of this whole organization that I have. As you look around here, you see an image um, uh, one of my dear, dear friends, uh, Leonin Glory Jam, uh, brought them into the organization also at the ground floor because they had just the physique that I was looking for. Nicoreal had the power. Nicoreal had the, uh, the abilities, uh, you know, combined with my just garish good looks and excellent charm and huh. ability to get... And, Sorry? and pure disgusting evil? Well, it's all in the eye of the beholder. We have one of those two hiding somewhere around here, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, it's so good of you to come home and bring me new subjects. No. What we've brought is uh, death and the end of you. Is sort of more... What we were thinking. And all of you, uh, just given the circumstance, and he looks to the rest of the group here, and even up to Flanks and Japes, all of you feel the same, that this is a winning scenario for you. Well, you do have an undead army, but if we can kill you, I suppose that's enough to keep them immobile. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I should mention the two from the ceiling really... Um, they seem to be the masterminds employees. behind. I don't want to. <laughs> this isn't. Um, they triggered the initial trap that I was hoping was for you because we saw you coming, and then. Right. But they were. I don't. I don't agree with the health and safety conditions employees are put in by take you away or come away with me or your I, safety is our number one priority that's right oh you got your fist out yeah yeah it kind of my jaw dropped when i saw how what an amazing army you've got down here and for you fine for we've we've delivered you to where you need to be yes yes you should return to your storefront yes head home uh, unharmed and undamaged. Oh, right, Primsbane. They will just. They will just. They will just leave this place, unharmed and undamaged. Sure. He snaps his fingers, and the chains suck up into the portals. Yeah. Close, and they're gone. <laughs> As I get sucked up, um, a bag drops from my like. How big is this bag? Um, yay. <laughs> Yay. Surprise, surprise, okay, surprise guys. It's, surprise, okay. surprise. Like, like bag of holding situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. More of a satchel. 
Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, uh, it 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 just falls. Nothing nothing happens to no, it. it. I don't know falls. what you put into this bag. So I know, but not it. guess but what? The player knowledge, character knowledge. Yeah, no, that's Russ. that's that's <laughs> fine. I lo- it's awfully shiny though. Very gemmy. The bag is shiny. The bag. The it bedazzled looks nice. bag. Oh, I love it. Uh, bedazzled. Uh, yeah. Uh, Flanks releases a bedazzled bag. You hear the scream. It falls to the ground, uh, and you hear it like bounce off of one of these undead who begins to snarl. Primsbane snaps his fingers again, and it stops, and the clicking comes back. I don't know what that was, but uh, they're gone. They've they've left. Totally unharmed as previously arranged. So what's the next move? Uh, as he asks that question, I want to cast Misty Step to the location of the bag and go grab it. Okay. Just what is Misty remi- Step? Yeah, remind to me. Remind to me. <laughs> remind to me. <laughs> uh, I am briefly surrounded by silvery mist and I teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see. He, he's, he asked that. You... <sighs> mist kind of envelops you and you appear uh, right at the bag. What's in the bag? <laughs> oh, you want, oh, you want to know what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Reaches re- down, picks it up, and opens it. A well, receipt. <laughs> 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 and a comment card for us to fill out. Perfect. One bag, thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> um, Amy, will you? I, okay. So, well, I mean, this has got to be... <laughs> Character or player knowledge because there's no way for character to know this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is the bag of devouring. <laughs> it oh, is capable this. of killing an unsuspecting party. <laughs> it takes <laughs> the shape of a bag of holding, hiding its malicious nature like a wolf in sheep's clothing. But once a player reaches into the bag, there's a 50% chance that they're pulled inside. <laughs> Any creature who starts their turn inside the bag is instantly and entirely devoured. Other players may attempt to pull people inside of the bag out, uh, but first they must avoid being pulled in themselves, and second they must beat a DC 20 strength check. Yummy adventure. <sighs> Okay, uh, so fifty percent chance. So, Percy, okay. as you open the bag, he didn't put. Did I you didn't put your reach hand in? in. I just opened it. He didn't it. say he reached in. He just said he opened it and looked inside. So don't let this knowledge sway what you do with the bag. <laughs> okay. I was hoping Thelonious would have hooked it up, but you know whatever. This yeah, is the same Kate Sarah. Uh, okay. We all say um, sometimes. Can, I Can see you? This? Uh, no. It's. It's the bag of devour. Okay, I know well, what the bag oh, of. Excuse you. I'm not going to look at all your other stuff. That's right. I've been texting with Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of no, other no, stuff. I... That's right. <laughs> secret stuff. Well, that you... Obviously, we can do now that we're dead in a <laughs> attic somewhere. <laughs> no, return uh, safely. Return safely. Return, return no safely back. Your, your last words as you were pulled through the portal was, "It's all blades in here." <laughs> <laughs> Perseus, you grab it. It has like the this intricate. Uh, well, it's it's, it's bedazzled. shiny. It's bedazzled. It's uh, completely bedazzled. It has like this almost face bedazzled into it. Uh, you open it up and you look inside, and it looks like this black void. 
Make a an, an Arcana check. I've got a great Arcana bonus, y'all. Uh, that is a twenty-seven. Dang. Wow. Yeah, buddy. Okay. You know, uh, or get a strong sense that this is a bag with an extra dimensional plane built within it or crafted within it. Being as it it previously hit one of the undead uh, things that it was uh, next to, can I, like, put it over said undead thing's head? See what happens? Yes, you're still surrounded in mist, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're you're still misty stepping around. Sneaky and shit. In an instant, this is happening. So misty step. You pick it up. You look at it. And Felonius is kind of just observing what's happening as you you evaluate that this this could possibly be a bag of holding. And you put it on top of the head of one immediately beside you. Uh, Roll me a d20. Uh, High, it doesn't take it away. Low, it does take it away. Ten. These teeth begin to form around the edge of it, and it begins to chomp down on this this zombie creature and swallow it whole as like this clicking and and groaning and thrashing begins to happen around this um, until it's completely gone, which is no more than a couple seconds. Um, and the bag lies on the ground beside you. Does it comically burp afterwards? <laughs> yes. I'm so satisfied right now, I guess. Well, that was fun. Is that how you're going to get them all? Gotta catch them all in your back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could just go like this. He snaps and a zombie right beside Margaret begins to turn and throws out its arms and then he snaps again and it stops holding its place. I could do that. This is a fun game. You decide what you want to do, and then I activate all the dead, all the dead, the undead, and it's just great. I think that, um... Or you could let me take your friends back to my place, turn them into helpers, and you come take your place here, which is where you were supposed to be. I mean, he was giving you sentience, he was giving you memory, you were supposed to be mine! I think I'm going to try and shoot an arrow at him. Actually, a crossbow bow, because that's what I have is a crossbow. Go for it. It's not going to work, guys, but he's really pissing me off. Let those emotions run free. Uh, 16. (laughs) Uh, 16 will hit. Oh, that was a terrible roll. That was a four. Can do a thing where I can give him, there it is, divine smite. Uh, he is going to get an extra 2d8 radiant damage plus 1d8 for that. Let's just say like 4d8. Sure. Love it. 12d8. Let's Keep it do simple. it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it like, like per <laughs> level. Uh, oh, I only have three. So 12 plus 5 is 17 plus 5 is 22 radiant damage. In like a flash, like over the heads of everybody else, this this crossbolt just quickly zips towards Thelonious and impales in his... I won't give you a kill shot. Where do you want to hit him? I wish I could remember what he did to uh, 
make a reel. But let's just be honest, I'm gonna, all I wanna do is hit him, so I'm aiming for like the mass of his body, so. Sure. Uh, you hit him like in the uh, in the chest, in the ribs, like uh, off and to the left, and he he crumples. Oh! And like snaps it off. It's, God! It's fuck! Why? I mean, I. What? Why? 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 <laughs> I brought you into this uh, world. I can take you out. I'm gonna try and hit him with another one. Oh no, that's a nine. Seventeen. He's prepared on this one. Yeah. And a shield goes up around him in this huge dome. And it glances off and shoots off into the into the distance. And he turns, and you see him uh, throw his arms up into the air, like looking back down the catwalk away from him. And you see another figure walk out. A larger, imposing dragonborn come out, carrying this, this long staff. It's kind of swinging it around like a baseball bat. Probably not good. Did he, he name it Lucille? Walks through and into. <laughs> he walks through and into this dome. You don't hear anything that's happening, but you see them conversing inside. What do you? What do you three do? Uh, four do? As Thelonious is clearly throwing a temper tantrum to whoever this other figure is. I think still approaching, like, at least for Lex right now, that's, um, they're just having kind of a one-track mind, like, this is the mf -er that killed my daddy, so no. I don't no. like you. <laughs> um, so just advancing as I can, because obviously my best weapon is not my crossbow. <laughs> I want to get up, up close. Uh, Perseus is trying to uh, cut a swath through these guys with the bag of devouring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and Margaret? Uh, yeah, I uh, put away the dagger and get out the mace and the shield and, and just shoulder to shoulder. Well, not really shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to thigh yeah. with Lex. <laughs> okay, and, uh, yeah, and Arvid? Arvid's following him behind, uh, just making sure that nothing begins to move behind you as you're moving forward. And as you get closer, you 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 see you begin to climb up this dais, and you see Thelonious turn around, and his eyes have gone from a uh, like a milky white to a deep black. And everybody make a dexterity saving throw as like this heat energy begins to form. Ten. Sixteen. Fourteen. As you're climbing up this dais, you feel like this, this this heat energy forming beneath you. And Thelonious turns and his eyes are completely black. And then there's like this, this flame radiance coming from him as he screams, but you don't hear anything because of the shield that he's put up around him and this other, this other figure. And this fireball erupts, blowing out the stone of the dais and blowing 
Lex and Arvid off and back into the mass of the army who begin clicking and throwing themselves into like these fits of rage and groaning as you fall onto your back and take 46 fire damage. Margaret, you're going to take half of that. You don't get blown off the dais, but you are kind of resting on top of it. Uh, and Lex also only takes half uh, because of the ring that Margaret gave her so long ago. Uh, I take half of Lex's damage. Ah, oh, son of a bitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Sweet. Rev playing the game. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> Thelonious' scream begins to echo out as the shield around him wavers, this fireball erupting and creating heat throughout the entire space. And with an echoing crack, Thelonious throws his hands together and every single undead creature along the floor of this cavern begins to move towards you. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 116, starring Carla Maxted as Lex, Tom Laird as Perseus, Amy Moore as Flanks, with Kyle Classett as Japes, Rev DeShane as Margaret Broadcloak, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Lulahan, Charlie Warley, and L.A. Branton. To support Dungeons & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast called The Adventures Of, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Join us on or before March 30th, 2020 to join us for an improvised live show exclusive to patrons. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. We cut to a chamber just off the back of the dais and we see a different perspective. We see the figure inside of the dome and Thelonious's face who's arguing and screaming at him. And then we see Flanks and Japes who are bound by the chains just off the cavern. What are these two fucking arguing about back here? They're saying a lot of shit about undead and taking over the world. I don't fucking get Do you think they figured out how to use that fucking bag? I don't know. I, I really hope so. I was only about 50% sure to use it myself. Maybe they need adventuring guides. Maybe they're on their own adventure and we can guide them wherever they're headed. Well, you gotta, you gotta work on your pitch, kids, so batter up. Because that one was carrying a baseball bat thing, so, you know. Oh, I thought it was a shot at... My voice. My mom said I'll leave it out. No, no. I mean, we kind of have almost a similar voice, really. Yeah. So do I get to go through an older person puberty at some point? <laughs> yeah, it kind of happens towards the tail end of things. But you'll, you'll get there, maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Uh, you'd have to ask the other five whenever you get to where they went. Everybody ponytail's too tight, you guys. No. <laughs> It's getting serious. It's getting serious. I'm loosening my ponytail. I don't plan that far ahead. Um, he doesn't know what's making the clicking. <laughs> no, I know exactly what's making the clicking noise. I don't know how to deal with it. Just a bunch um, of beatnecks. <laughs> somebody did some slam poetry somewhere and everyone just like... Jets and the sharks pop out.
Perseus, roll an insight. Tom. <laughs> I don't do it. <laughs> I forgot I was playing that character. It's fine. It's fine. It was the yawn as he asked that was funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't have timed that better if I tried. <laughs> that was great. These are my own feelings and facial expressions, Russell. You don't need to interrupt your diatribe to react to my reaction. Sorry. Uh, let me hide self No! There we go. Now I can't no. see what Amy's doing. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. My friend Shayna was like, just so you know, everyone in the Villainous League is coming to kill you. And I was like, oh boy. Imagine NPR in the MCU, the Daily Planet's style desk. Car talk for jetpacks. It's these American supers. 100% invisible. The speech bubble. It's sequential. The utility belt. Superhuman Public Radio is a fiction podcast telling the hilarious and heartbreaking stories of people in a superpowered world. I thought I was going to die. An invisible car in Chicago. A wee supervillain? These are the stories that fall between the panels of comic books. I think they knew that I didn't mean to do that to Arizona. Wasabi! Oh my God, quantum. He could kill himself. Kid, I feel like you're not giving this problem your all. No, no. But yes, I guess most people would call them a death squad. Ta-da. Superhuman Public Radio. Superhuman Stories. The only limits are your imagination, and I have a wild imagination. New episodes every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is SPR. Name the supervillain, and we've done the gig. But these Wall Street types that lack the answers to, yikes.